What's up, guys? It's David Hess from the Rising Above podcast. Have you ever thought or dreamed about starting a podcast? Well, look no further. Anchor has all the tools necessary to record a podcast from your computer or phone. You heard that right. They make it so simple. When you host your podcast on Anchor, they will distribute your podcast on platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Honestly, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place, which is why I host on Anchor. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm today to get started. This episode is brought to you by Red Bike Delivery. This delivery service operates only using battery-powered, eco-friendly transportation. Red Bike Delivery is there for all your delivery needs, whether it's dinner for the family, flowers for your partner, or new houseplants for your new collection. Red Bike Delivery will gladly deliver those and everything in between. So what are you waiting for? Check out Red Bike Delivery on Facebook or Instagram for more information. Red Bike Delivery, because there's only one Earth. today she is a multiple business owner here in Lansing Michigan um I don't even want to like try to butcher what she has done she she started three different businesses right three mm-hmm. um so I guess with that being said how are you doing today I'm doing great it's kind of kind of cold outside and wet and gross yeah so thank mm. you for coming out <laughs> in this <laughs> no problem um now when I, I I met you at uh, the Fledge doing a, an event um, a couple weeks ago, and you kind of stuck out to me because you uh, you've started multiple businesses, and I'm like, man, she looks really young, like, and she has three different things going. This is insane. So, do you mind kind of telling people? Actually, first, let's tell people like who you are, where you're from, and then um, we'll kind of get into what you've started. Okay. Um. So my name is Kiana. Um, I'm from Lansing, Michigan, and I graduated in 2020 from Everett High School. Um, how, how was that like with COVID? <laughs> it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've, I've been telling everybody, like, I get PTSD when I'm watching TV and I see them graduating or going to prom <laughs> because I'm like, turn that off. That's that's not fair. <laughs> you didn't so, get to do any of that. Yeah. Oh, man. So. And they didn't have anything really virtual at that time, right? No. Unfortunately, they didn't, so. Wow. (laughs) But, I mean, it's all right, because hopefully our, you know, like, I think it's like they do 20 or 30 year reunion or something. (laughs) Maybe that'll be big. (laughs) You get to look forward to that. (laughs) Yeah, that gives me something to look forward to, I guess. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Now, I don't have a reason to say, like, I can't go there, so. Wow. I mean, I guess I didn't go to prom at all, so. It, I wasn't, I don't feel like I'm missing out on, I wasn't missing out on anything. Yeah. But, yeah, that that would suck. Yeah. So you graduated in 2020, um, and you have been busy ever since, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been up to? Um. Well, actually, the busyness started in high school, so, like, it's kind of mellowed out right now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but um, right now, I am a student at LCC. So um, I'm going to get my associate's degree. Um, I'll transfer and get a higher degree, but um, I am right now getting my associate's degree for business management, and then I'm going oh, cool. to minor in sign language and journalism. Wow. Um, Why sign language? Um, well, the first job that I had, um, we always had like these people that came in, and we couldn't communicate with them. It was always this one manager. And I figured if I'm going to have my own business, I want to be able to communicate with everyone. So I want to learn sign language. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a really good skill to learn um, and good language. Um, many people don't think about it because, I mean, it's just like they don't really think too much about the deaf. Yeah. Um, my sister, it's kind of funny. My, my sister and her husband, my brother-in-law, both went to college for sign language and uh, they ended up with a kid that's deaf. Oh yeah, it's kind of like crazy. Perfect, it's though. so perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it couldn't have happened to a better person. Yeah, <laughs> at least they can say their degree didn't go to waste. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, 
what kind of businesses uh, have you started, and what kind of businesses do you want? Do you, do you want to continue with us later on, or do you? What do you? What, what is your goals? Um. Well, yeah. Like, I feel like right now, since I'm so young, there's a couple businesses that I want to start. Like, when I'm of age for these businesses. So, like, I want to. Uh, like, how old are you? I'm 19. <laughs> so <laughs> when I turn 21, like I want to do like a wine, wine and all that stuff. So there's a couple things that I have to wait for, but um, you can't start a wine business when you're 18 or 19. Um, I just don't want to put out a product that I don't know what oh. it tastes like. <laughs> Fair enough. I feel like yeah, <laughs> if the a person that's selling it can't like tell you, okay, it's nasty or no i recommend this one you probably shouldn't i wouldn't buy it if you can't tell me (laughs) what it's like so (laughs) so you said you started something in high school what did you start um so i started customizing items so like phone cases and t-shirts and things like that um through hill vocational center um i mm, i think i was in like ninth no 10th or 11th grade when i started that so um yeah, I just... And what what made you want to start that? Have you always kind of had a, like, entrepreneurial uh, mindset? Mm, I, honestly, I didn't, like, know what entrepreneurship was. Um, I always knew, like, there was a way to, like, odd jobs to, like, get money and stuff. But, like, at that time, I was just, like, I've always been really creative. So, like, joining that class and then people mm. were, like, hey, can you make me this? When they would see that I had it. So then I just made a Facebook page of it and I kind of started a business with it. So I didn't know it was a business, though. I was just, like, <laughs> oh, I'm making some extra money. <laughs> <laughs> so did you actually form an LLC and all that while you're in school? Um, not for that business. Oh, okay. Because okay. um, as I was like developing it and stuff, and I realized that this is something that you can do for a career. Yeah. Um, I was kind of like, when I thought about it, I'm like, when I'm 30 or 40, I don't see myself like doing shirts. Like I wanted right. to do something a little different. So that was just like a side hustle kind of thing. Okay. Okay. And so you were just making clothing, phone cases, and things of that sorts, right? Yep. That's cool. And then you got out of high school, and then what? Um, when I got out of high school, uh, that's when um, we were, like, in the quarantine thing, and I was in the 517 group, and I saw a post about the Sledge. They were doing, like, the 99 Problems thing. Oh, okay. And I had this idea of, like, opening a hotel, but I was like, oh, I never mentioned it before. So I went on there, and I mentioned it. What made you want to um, – you haven't really talked about it on the podcast yet, but um, – what what kind of brought that to light? Why did why did you think that you wanted to start that? Um, so opening the hotel for me, um, me and my family we travel a lot, and there's like so many of us in like age groups, and I would notice that like there was things for one age group to do, but not for the other, and um, I kind of realized that in Lansing we don't really have anything like that, so I was like, oh. That's something new and different that I can do, and I actually see myself doing that um, in the future. Plus, I um, I like being in the community, and I felt like that was a way for me to not only make a living, but also be involved in the community like I like. So, so when you decided that you were going to go down to the 99, 99, what is it? Um, no. 99 problems, no. but a pitch ain't one. Okay, that's right. Uh, when you decided that you were going to go to that, uh, what happened? Did, did they pr- help you, like, start start the business? Um, so when I pitched it I and I won, it kind of gave me a little confidence. That, how like, does – I'm sorry. I, can't, I have questions. No, um, it's fine. How, do, how does that work? <laughs> 99 problems, but a pitch ain't one. How does that work? Um, so anyone can come and join on the Zoom link or whatever the link was. Okay. Um, and you pitch your idea. It can be anything, a business, or organization, whatever, and um, the audience will vote on it. So the audience gets two people to vote on, and then they will decide who won off of that or if they need to do a tiebreaker and all of that. So. And then what? What happens then? The person that won gets $99 towards oh. their um, business or whatever they pitch. Wow. That's cool. And that's something that Jerry's funding, right? Mm-hmm. Jerry does that? Yep. That's cool. Um, and do they help you, like, w- like setting up the business? 
Um, I mean, I'm not sure about others, but I know, like, um, for me, I made sure that I kind of stayed connected with them, and they have helped me in a lot of different ways, but I'm not sure if that's something that, like, it comes with the 99 Problems things, or if everyone has to do it, but, um, I mean, you would be crazy not to, so. Yeah, Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. What's crazy is, before I started this podcast, I never heard about the Fledge, never heard about anything. Yeah. Anything like that. Uh, I, and then I found out about it as soon as I started doing uh, some episodes with people here locally. And I'm like, man, that that's a really – the Fledge is a, like a really cool – it's really uh, – it's. I guess I kind of call it like a community center for underprivileged people or yeah. just people in the community who want to better their lives. Isn't that what it is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, um, I think they call it like a community incubator. Oh, okay. Um, and – I mean, it's just, like, it's perfect. When I found out about it, I was like, wow, how did I not know about this? Yeah, like, how do you know? <laughs> <laughs> you kind of feel like, have you been living under a rock? So <laughs> it's kind of crazy, too, because when I actually went there, because I did Jerry's podcast, and I'm like, this is here? Like, I, I drive by that all the time, and, like, I mean, drive by, like, Sparrow or whatever, yeah. and I've never noticed the fledge there. <laughs> yeah, it's now they have that, like, cool mural so yeah. you kind of can't miss it now yeah so yeah 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 it's really cool because it, it like you said it's an incubator for mm-hmm. for good ideas and for entrepreneurs here in our community and whatnot mm-hmm. so with the hotel what happened when when you dis- after you won the 99 problems but a pitch ain't won what happened after that um i mean that like i said it kind of gave me the confidence to like oh okay so like other people like I never really said it to anyone outside of like family and friends or like I mentioned it and people were like what you're crazy so <laughs> to <laughs> like say it to someone and they're like oh okay yeah we like totally believe in this here's this $99 to like see where you can take it with that um and I just kind of made sure I got a logo a LLC and all those different things and um you did all that for $99 yeah, not just with the $99. I went to a couple of different competitions, and oh, okay. um, through the Fledge, I was able to, like, um, meet with Leap, I think it's called. Okay. Um, so yeah. then I went into the one and all cohort, mm-hmm. and um, that gave you, I think it was $2,500. So I was able to grow it with that and just little um, grants and seeds here and there. So do other people in the community, obviously the people who were at the 99 problems, but a pitch ain't one thought it was a great idea, mm-hmm. but have other people in the community that you like, cause I know you go to events all the time or um, you're also, you said you were working with the leap. Do they, what did they think about the uh, hotel and the, like, a re- I know you explained it to me as like a resort, like you want it to be kind of like a resort. Mm-hmm. What do they think about that? Um, so, like, I kind of just started, like, going out in public and mentioning it to people. Okay. Because I really didn't know how to say it because it was, like, one of those things. It's, like, something, you know what you want to say in your head, but, like. Right. If <laughs> I was to tell you what I want to say and what's in my head, you'll be, like, what is wrong with you? Like, are you going <laughs> crazy? So. Not um, at all. <laughs> you should hear me on this podcast most of the time. I'm, like, that, that, is that a, is that a sentence? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I should have said it like that. Yeah. <laughs> I get what you're saying. <laughs> so since I've like been um, going to people and telling them about it, um, they seem to be pretty excited about it. They give me ideas on what they think I should change about it or um, how they think it could positively impact our community and things. So, um, so far, so good. Um, that's one of the reasons why I try to make sure I go to the events just so I can get the feedback and impact on what everyone thinks the idea should be now do you have like a location that you have in mind somewhere like uh within like uh like mid like mid lansing or like west lansing or like where where are you looking to start this um well i want to do it on the south side of lansing okay just because that's where i'm located and i've been able to uh, like see with my own eyes like what we need in that community um i i'm familiar with other sides of lansing but um that's a community that i really feel like it has so much potential but it just 
lacks all of the things that we need. And um, for the location-wise, I was really hoping to be able to utilize one of the abandoned school buildings just mm. because I did some research, and from what I um, was able to collect, that money would go to the Lenny Ramsey School District. So that means I'll be supporting Local. you know, the community like I'm hoping to do with the business. So Now, when you are looking to... Uh, put a hotel like in a school obviously that you have to renovate the place right mm -hmm. um and you would probably have to buy the place right yeah so is that expensive well there's a few buildings that um like the old shabazz building that's not through oh, okay. the lansing school district but um the old shabazz building that is for auction and different buildings um. like that that you kind of you have to like snag a deal with them and things and then right. just doing community partnerships and making sure that you're connected with the right people i mean you'll be able to find a good bargain on certain things and then other things you'll just have to it's a gamble do you know what would be a good spot um for maybe maybe not a hotel but maybe like a um like a kind of like a like maybe like a fun place where you have like uh like laser tag and like goat carts kind of like what they have in the meridian mall right now mm -hmm. um is that uh old skating rink right there on mlk uh just past jolly going oh okay is that mlk or is that are you talking about in that plaza uh it's right across the street from the plaza like okay like yeah i know what you're talking about yeah I think that'd be a good spot. Yeah, it would. I was looking at the um the old Sam's building as well. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that'd be a good spot too. Yeah. Yeah. Cause what the um what the hotel is, it's not just a hotel. I don't think I ever really explained that. No, you didn't. <laughs> Let's talk about <laughs> so it. So it's like a community based hotel. I actually just learned that like there's something similar to it, but it, they call it like hostels. So um, okay. it's a community-based hotel where on one side it'll be your typical hotel, restaurant, entertainment centers, and all that. And then on the other side, we would utilize that space for a community center. So um, that way it's fulfilling the wants of fun but also the needs of community resources. Oh, so okay. But you would have rooms there, too, for people to stay? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that way, if you want to come to the hotel just to play laser tag, mm -hmm. um, you can. If you want to just come to grab a bite to eat, you can. If you want a room, you can. If you just need a place to, like, stay, um, I'm hoping to be able to have, like, a shelter's place on that community center side so that you can. Um, you know, just so it's kind of a one-stop shop. Right. Now when you're when you're wanting to do something like that i mean obviously you're just starting right mm -hmm. would are you looking at getting partnerships with like restaurants to like like you said because there would be like restaurants in there would mm -hmm. you like want like restaurants to open up within the hotel like or would you want it to be your own restaurants yeah so like i have a few friends and um family members that are wanting to open restaurants so i would like want them to come in and like utilize their talents to take up that space and rent that space out okay and um i mean it'll be inside the hotel but that's less like work on me mm, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and then like even for the community center side to be able to say hey if you need this space here's a space for you to rent out um so it won't all be mine i like to tell people i'm just doing all the work but for it'll be people. all of our businesses so right you're essentially creating a space for other people to come in and flourish mm -hmm. for other people to start a business and to be able to make a living and whatnot yeah yeah it's kind of like yeah that's cool um yeah my wife and i had always talked about how lansing needs more things like as far as like there's like wintertime i mean there's plenty of things to do in lansing but like in the summertime you have like splash pads like at uh you got one at um uh hawk, hawk island yep. you know but the, it closes down because it's wintertime mm -hmm. so like you need something that's year round y yeah i mean and the only thing w i think we really have is like like the meridian mall has that go-kart thing or, or like the jump places or yeah. maybe laser tag and that's what i was telling a lot of people like the things that we do have it's in east lansing our oakum is and 
the bus doesn't always like take you that far at a certain time so mm. like for those inner city residents that don't have that transportation and stuff it's kind of hard and then it's expensive to put five kids on a bus and then pay thirty dollars for a ticket for entrance fee it's like it's crazy <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah that's that is crazy uh, i was gonna say something i don't remember what i was gonna say now yeah, I think it'd be really cool because, like I said, there's not much to do here in Lansing, and um, I'm trying to I'm trying to track like backtrack my thoughts. I don't remember what I was gonna say now. You'll think of it later. I will. <laughs> <laughs> so, how far along are you on on this project? Um, with the hotel. Yeah, I seen that you had posted on Facebook the other day that you went to something and it got denied or it didn't yeah, it didn't um, quite work out. I was participating in a pitch competition, and oh, okay. um, unfortunately, I didn't win. Um, but that was just like a – it was a larger amount of money. And there were a 100 contestants, so, like, I like to think of it. At least I made it that far. So um, right now, I'm in the stage of I just created some signature room sprays and uh, hand soaps. So um, it's like a signature scent. And then mm. I created a signature beverage. Um, I'm working with Bridget Dole. Um, she made the she helped me make the scents. She mm. uh, has a business where she does that. So oh. um, I let her know, like, hey, I'm looking to get this kind of scent. And she we kind of worked together to make sure that it came out right. Oh, cool. And uh, you said hand soaps and mm. the lotions and stuff like that? Um, like things you'd see in a hotel room? Yeah. The <laughs> lotions aren't ready yet, but I am, like, I'm hoping to do those in um, incense. So. Okay. Um, and this was, Brid you said Bridget who? Um, Bridget Dole. I might be pronouncing her last name <laughs> wrong. But Sorry, Bridget. <laughs> what, what's the name of her business? Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I never, like, I always, like, talk to her personally, so I never, oh, like, okay. went through her. Well, that's cool. I'll figure it out, and I'll, like, <laughs> let you know. <laughs> right. you'll, you'll do what uh, Jeremy did um, today when I posted his episode. Him and I were talking about an event that happens in Old Town, and, uh, it was uh he he's on the podcast he was like trying to trying trying to think he's like what's that event called and he's like he's like I, it'll come to me eventually yeah <laughs> and then today when i posted the the podcast he commented on the on the video and was like scrap fest and i'm like for a minute i'm like what is he talking about oh yeah i know what he's talking about it's <laughs> funny yeah <laughs> so yeah that was a really long rant but um so you also wrote a book um where how did that how did that come about what inspired you to do that and what is it about um so the book idea um i i actually started writing the book i was like uh at home on the quarantine and everything um because i had had covid when i first started uh. it so i'm like i'm on lockdown i have nothing to do and i like hate being in one spot and like not being busy so that was kind of like something like okay i'm just gonna like write this book um and i had a writing coach um her wow. name is tara so she helped me um through the process what of the what writing. is what does a writing coach do because um, i've been curious about writing a book and i just i don't know like how to start and where to where to start necessarily so what does a writing coach do? Do they help you with that process? Yeah, she helped me through the process and, like, um, they gave me suggestions on proofreads and all that mm. thing. Um, and then I actually went through one of my former teachers, Miss Shaver, to do the um, editing portion of the book. So Wow, she was um, willing to do that? Yeah, <laughs> she's pretty dope. <laughs> so just working with the both of them and making sure that the book got done that way. What's up, Tara? Oh, okay. He's intently looking at the screen, so I was like, there's something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, it wouldn't be the first time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she helped you with the editing. Uh, what is the book called? Um, the book is called Behind the Hustle. I love that name. Um, how did how did you come up with that? Um, well, I first I came up, I wanted to use the word hustle because I feel like a lot of people, when you think of that word, you have like this negative thought from it. And um, just... In what do you mean? 
Um, a lot of people, when like I tell them what the name of the book is, they're like, "Hustle!" Like, why'd you use that word? Because they usually think of like that grimy person that's just like getting it by any means. But I think that's a good thing, right? Yeah. Like, some <laughs> somebody who's struggling and like they're just like doing whatever they can to like get by, and they're just trying. They're working hard. That's yeah. how I picture that word. Yeah, that's how I've always pictured it as well. But then like, there's a lot of other people where they're like. I I don't like that word. Like they always think negatively about it. So I wanted to like newbie kind of people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I wanted to use that word so it'll be like something. Um, I don't want to say like forced, but like a word that like we start to use in our vocabulary in a positive way more often. Um, because I don't think it's negative, and I think that that's something that you know, like we all have some form of hustle in us. Or not. (laughs) (laughs) Some people don't. Most of us, hopefully. Most people, people when they're ambitious about something or they have a passion about something, they want to hustle, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't look at it as like a bad thing, unless you're like referring to like maybe drugs, like oh he's hustling drugs or yeah, hustling. I don't know. And that could be, but maybe. Yeah, but I feel like taking that nasty narrative away and like putting right. it into this positive word i mean like right it, it, it's something i mean i guess that's a more of a word for like younger generations mm-hmm. like like us right so i guess older people probably look at it like oh that so it's like they're selling drugs they're probably <laughs> what that book's about <laughs> but but in reality you know it's like you're ta- you're not talking to old people you're talking to young people who are in college and high school and you're you're trying to guide them into helping them choose a a direction in life right yeah and i feel like um i was gonna say like behind the business or something like that but then i thought like everyone doesn't have a business like but most of us have a hustle so more people will be able to relate to that to like oh okay yeah what would you consider a hustle like something you make money doing um, not necessarily, like, just something, like you said, I think you said it a, wa- a second ago, um, something you have a passion about doing, yeah. you know, like, finishing up, like, right now, I'm, like, I have this, like, hustle and this drive to, like, get the hotel thing started, so, right. just having, like, this passion for something. How long has your book been out? Um, I think I released it in June. Okay, yeah. and have you had pretty good feedback about it? Yeah. Yeah. Right now, and I'm teaching a class in um, Foster Community Center through the book. So. Wow. (laughs) Is that what you have with you? Yes. Can you can you show it? Which this is the camera. That looks so nice. Yeah. (laughs) So and I did the cover and the I designed all that by myself. So. Wow. Shout out to Hill Vocational Center for teaching me that as well. Wow. (laughs) That is cool. Can I see that? Of course. And you said it's uh like there's things for you to yeah like um like work pages and stuff. So. Mhm. So can you explain what this is, the the book? Yeah. So um the book is just really to help you. Um, when I first got started, uh, figuring out what entrepreneurship and stuff was, um, I was doing a school project um, with my um, senior English class and um, my teacher Miss Hall assigned us a project to do job shadows and that like helped me so much because I realized like entrepreneurship is what I want to do and a lot of people when I explained to them that I did this job shadow they're like what is a job shadow (laughs) and I feel like that's important for people to like understand you know you have these people that are always like yeah, I changed my major in college five times and things. So when you do a job shadow and you're like, okay, this is what I want to do, that eliminates that process of like, oh, yeah, I'm going to like change my major all these times and you're ready to get like straight into it. And it also eliminates the process of doing something that like you hate to do. Mm -hmm. Like I, I don't want people to be 30 and they're like, I hate my job. I want people to like have a passion for what they're doing and actually want to do it. Um, so the book is just to 
give you that advice to take those lessons and, um, you know, telling people that losing is okay because I feel like we all hate to lose, but it's actually okay. I Um, think it's more than okay. I think it's a good thing to lose because then it teaches you many things. It teaches you how to handle to lose, Mm -hmm. and it teaches you that if you lose, and and some people don't get back up, but it teaches you to, okay, I need to do better. I need to get up and go at it again. Yeah. So, and, and that's, like, super important because everyone yeah. thinks if you don't lose, like, that means you failed or, like, you didn't do something right. And that means, like, oh, you have to quit. But it's not true. That just means, like, you got to take it um, using – I know a lot of kids say, like, L. You, like, got to take your L. So, like, <laughs> instead of saying, like, I took my L and defining the L as a loss, like, just right. define it as a lesson. That's right. I like that. Yeah. That's – I like that. <laughs> I'm going to have to use that. <laughs> you have to take the L. You're right. It's a lesson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, in the book, um, there's a lot of, like, um, although it is for everyone to be able to figure out how to navigate, navigate through their careers, mm-hmm. um, since I am more, like, educated on entrepreneurship, it does promote that and targets that. But I do make it very clear that, like, Working a nine-to-five is a okay goal to have. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's very important. And a lot of us, like, we um, tell people, like, you have to have a business in order to be successful. But we need garbage men and, like, convenience store workers and things like that. So the book is just really to help you understand, is mm-hmm. this what you want to do or is that what you want to do? And how right. to, like, reach that goal and figure out how to be the best that you can be in that. So. Yeah, and I think a lot of people want to start businesses, but then they don't understand, like, the, the work ethic that you have to put into it. Mm-hmm. it it's hard work, right? Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> it's, it's super tiring, and, you know, like, it's like... It's nonstop. Yeah. It's no matter <laughs> what, you have something to do, no matter what. It's uh, as soon as you think, like, oh, I'm finally done, it's like, oh, my God, this <laughs> list is never going to be over. So I was talking to uh, Lauren. Uh, she owns uh, Skin Studio. She mm-hmm. came in here, and she was like, you would – she's like, you would think that, like, owning a business, I would have all this time. She's like, but the, the hardest part about owning a business is trying to figure out how to plan your time. She's yeah. like, you know, you have all this time, but then you got to figure out, all right, what am I going to do? Like, what am I going to do today? Or what am I going to do right now? That's the, she said that's the hardest part. Yeah, it's trying it to is. delegate your time. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I have five million <clears throat> things to do, and they all have to be done at this date. But, like, which one do I want to do first? Right, right. <laughs> Plus, you, like, of course you want to have a personal life and all that. So yeah, I mean, makes it hard. Yeah. How do you have a personal life with all this stuff going on? You have a book. You're teaching a class on it. You're, you have a biz, you have two different business, two other businesses yeah. <laughs> on top of it. I mean, like, um, I, I take my computer or my iPad everywhere I go. So, so like you work everywhere <laughs> you go. <laughs> my oh family, my like my family and friends are like, they hate it because I'm like, I gotta, I gotta join the Zoom meeting at three o'clock, but yeah, I'll go with you. <laughs> so like we were in Florida and like we're out having fun and i'm like i heard i gotta go to the car so i can join the zoom meeting everybody's like you're on vacation i'm like but i have to finish <laughs> this so i mean getting my schoolwork and everything done for me it's not a challenge because i do have that support from my oh friends yeah, and family and you're in school i forgot yeah <laughs> so i mean oh it's easy <laughs> and you don't have any kids or anything no i i do like to say that i do have kids because i have nine nieces and nephews and so <laughs> I like to try to make sure that I'm spending as much time with them and giving them as many examples as I can in life so that they can also succeed. So those are, in a way, my kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, th- I think that them growing up and seeing how hard you hustle, yeah, <laughs> they'll. Uh, I think that'll teach them a lesson. I think they'll be like, they'll appreciate somebody who has, who works hard for what they want. Yeah. You know, and then obviously you'll be able to teach them all the life lessons from yeah. your book. Oh, yeah, and they're, like, they're so supportive that, like, they bought themselves a book. Oh, and I'm oh like, you so can cool. have it. They're like, no, <laughs> I want to buy it because I want you to get rich one day. <laughs> and spend money on me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's, I feel like that's what makes it the easiest, just having, like, that 
support from friends and family and yeah. knowing that like you have those people that have your back even when like i can't do certain things like they're like okay i can do it for you or i can knock this out for you um they're like my little minions they're always <laughs> like running around the house helping me out and That's then cool. my family they're always at the pop-up shops helping me set up tables and giving me rides because i don't know how to drive yet <laughs> what is wh- why i you just haven't had time i well okay so when i was in high school my dad was like do you want me to um buy because i was getting ready to graduate and i wasn't going to be able to go to heal as much so um my dad's like do you want me to buy you this machine for at home so you can make shirts or do you want me to pay for driver's ed and i'm like I want you to buy me the machine. <laughs> so <laughs> I got the machine and I just like, I've been too busy to like take that time and go to uh, driver's ed. Like when I was like, okay, I'm going to do it um, school or like I got an internship or like so much was happening and it's always kind of like it gets pushed on the back burner. But um, I think my parents are getting tired of me. So <laughs> 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 I'm like, I have a meeting every day, so I'm, I'm going to have to do it. So. <laughs> I think because you're an adult now, you can just go and take the test. That, that, that's what I did. Yeah. Because um, I moved out when I was 17, and I never had the opportunity to take um, a driver's training. And so I had a couple roommates that uh, were older, and they, they taught me. They, like, would they take illegally take me out on the road and whatnot? And uh, so they I kind of knew, but knew, like, you know, how to drive. Yeah. So then I just had to go take the, the written test and then take the driving test and – I, I passed, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's a, it's, a, it's a freedom, like being able to drive, like, and being able to be like, okay, I'm just going to go to the store real quick and get in the car and go. It's always nice. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't imagine not having a driver's license. Yeah. I, I and it's crazy cause I can't imagine having one. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm the youngest child. So like, I'm kind of spoiled and I'm like used <laughs> to like them like always being there. I think that's another reason why like I don't want to do it because I'm kind of like I don't want to go to the store by myself. Like that's <laughs> weird. Like I hate when my mom doesn't go inside the store with me. I'm like You want me to go for you? <laughs> <laughs> like I don't think I'm ready for that. <laughs> that's hilarious because you own two businesses, wrote a book, you're pretty independent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to go in the store or drive <laughs> i don't want to do anything by myself i'm like really clingy when it comes to like being around my family and stuff so like just I to even think about like the fact that like i like my mom told me that i'm gonna have to go to a doctor's appointment by myself and i'm like what what do i say <laughs> <laughs> what do i need to take <laughs> so i that's mean <laughs> that's funny I think there's a th- that's the thing it's like with younger people and I'm I mean I'm I'm not old but I'm older than you. Yeah. And th- the thing is with like younger people I've noticed they don't like to drive. Like it's it seems to be that they drive later on in life. Yeah. Like I remember when I was a teenager pe- kids wanted to drive. They wanted to get out of the house and get their first car and it was like a like a freedom like it I don't know it was strange. Yeah. Like everybody did it. Everybody took driver's training when they were 15 or whatever and then they had their license by their by the time they were 17. Yeah. And they all had cars. Now it's like kids don't really care. They depend on like Uber and Lyft and everything yeah, that, like that. that I'm too scared to do that though. So like I don't blame you. <laughs> Nobody wants to get in the back of a stranger's vehicle. Yeah, and like my mom like, I was going to do it one day, and she's like, there's too many highways over here. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, now, can people buy your book online, or how, how are you selling it? Um, yeah, you can buy it through me, or you can buy it on Amazon. Okay. And do you have a website for any of your businesses? No, not yet. I Like, I always slack on that. I have... I only have Facebook and Instagram, but okay, um, so I am working on getting a website. Um, the reason why I don't have a website is because I want one website for all of the businesses, and right. I always add a business on, so it's kind of like, okay, I got to get my stuff for that one. <laughs> so um, I think I'm all set for now and for a few years, so I'll go ahead and like, get that started, and you'll be able to go to the one link for everything. Oh, cool. Um. Yeah, that's really cool. So do you, you promote all your stuff on social media right now? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
on um, Facebook and Instagram or um, like I go to a pop-up shop event. So Okay. And you said you're going to one this weekend, right? Um, yes. The Fledge is hosting the wellness one. Oh, yeah. cool. What's that one about? Um, I think it's just pretty much uh, resources that have to do with building each other up and things. So I know like um, Nature's 92. Um, she's going to be there with her sea moss. Um, I believe Power and Passion will be there. Oh, cool. Um, there's a few different businesses I that will be I need to reach there. out to them. Power and Passion? Yeah. Oh, of course. Katie is awesome. Um, I interviewed uh, Adam Grant, who was he's he was in prison for like 20-some years. Mm-hmm. Um, and he told me, he's like, you need to invite her on. Yeah. I think I emailed her, but I didn't get a response. So, so if you're there, just give her a little nudge. <laughs> <laughs> I will. <laughs> um, and uh, is, is that inside or is that outside? Um, I think it's an inside, I would um, hope so. outside event. Going, like oh, okay. Some will be inside, some will be outside. I think I'm not a hundred percent. Are you gonna be inside or outside? I hope I'm I'm inside, <laughs> but I think I think we were like communicating about a tent, so I might be mm. outside. I'm sorry. <laughs> that last event that we went to was cold and yeah, windy. Yeah, <laughs> and windy. <laughs> Everything was blowing. It was oh crazy. Oh my gosh, that was so <laughs> miserable. I mean, it wasn't miserable. the The wind was kind of annoying. Annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Y- er- anytime the wind like slightly picked up, we were like <laughs> holding stuff down. <laughs> yeah, and it was so funny because like we weren't just watching our table. Everybody was like I watching know. everybody's <laughs> table. So it was funny. <laughs> it was funny. It's pretty cool that everybody's like willing to like jump up and help you out. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, now, do you have a time frame on when you want to start? start the hotel um i i've been doing like research on how long it would take because of course like i would want to do it like immediately but um i know that i do have to get education and all that for it and um i did some research on the funding and it said like uh with doing a building that is already established and i just have to do the renovations I could uh, possibly have it open in the next three to five years. Oh, so wow. I'm hoping that that timeline is, like, secured um, just because I feel like every time I watch the news, I'm like, <laughs> if only the hotel was already built. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't have happened. So, I mean. What do you mean? Like, uh, like maybe some violence? Yeah. Because um, what I like to um, say for the hotel is that I'm curing problems such as boredom, poverty, and violence. Um, I think that a lot of the problems in our community um, with the younger generation and violence has to do with there's nothing fun to do. Um, so we result in things that bring us entertainment that aren't the safest. Um, I think I think that's part of the problem. Yeah, that's I part of it. But if you eliminate that portion, then you kind of have the rest of it. You're solving a, a, a problem. Mm-hmm. I think another problem, and this is, uh, I talked to uh, Megan Church about it, and she's pretty passionate. Is people overreact when they're when they're emotional? Mm-hmm. You know, like. Like, let's say, you know, like, like my girlfriend broke up with me and now she's dating some other guy. I'm going to go shoot him because, you know, I'm jealous or whatever. Mm-hmm. A- or there's like some sort of animosity between people like that. And people just react emotionally. Yeah. And, and like we don't um, I, I won't say we don't. I just think it's not promoted as well. Um, the resources to help you understand how to um, handle your emotions like we like. There's not a lot of, like, uh, at least I know for, like, my age group and, like, where I live, my peers and I, I don't think we have, like, a lot of resources to where we feel safe to be, like, oh, I can go and talk to this person about it. Um, Like, and that problem starts, like, at school and, like, with the adults in our community and things. Absolutely. There's so many problems that, like, (laughs) could solve that. Um, So, I mean, like. How do you think we solve that? Um, the, which part, which part? The, um, well, the problem with, like, our, the adults in our community, um, the resources for, like, things that we need, like, emotional support for, for younger kids. How do you think we solve that? You said Um, we, we, we go to the schools. Yeah. So you think we should have, like, more guidance counselors or things like that, or? 
Um, honestly, I feel like a lot of people, they won't go through the school because it's kind of like already like a broken trust kind of thing. So being, having like, there's a lot of organizations, um, out there that will help, but everyone's just not aware of, right, like, right. Uh, of that they will help you. Yeah. So like being able to promote each other, um, I just saw a post on Facebook and it's like, the best businesses are out here and they're not getting promotion because they're not like popular or really you know so like like what um i think they're most of those people are mentioning like clothing and things like that but i say for everything there's like a couple businesses that i see that i'm like that page like they they aren't like getting the support that they should get and like they're out here doing a lot of work so just making sure that we spread the love with all these businesses because Mm -hmm. you never know what um person might need your service or that service or their service um just so that we all can get the services that we need because even if like me and you are doing like the same thing um you might not be able to connect with that person like i can connect Mm -hmm. with them so me being able to see that I have these two options that are offering the same thing because you're promoting both of us. It's like, okay, I'll rather go to her because I might be a girl and I feel like that girl can understand me a little more. So um, just being able to like promote each other no matter what differences we have or what our businesses are. And then the adults being able to like get involved in the community a little better. Um, even those that are involved in the community already, you know, I see a lot of them, um, like like I said, not getting the support that they should when they're hosting events um, that are trying to solve these issues. And, you know, if we could just, like, attend those events so that mm-hmm. they can know, like, not to give up. Because a lot of people, oh, they're like, oh, only five people came. I'm not going to do it anymore. But really, like, there, although five people came, there's, like, ten people that are watching you. Right. And they need you to keep going so just being able to support each other i think that would also help well i think uh and you brought up a good point about um you know like like you know somebody may connect with me that might not connect with you or Mm -hmm. whatnot and i and that's one reason why i started this podcast and where and the reason why it's kind of gone the way it's gone um with me like interviewing these local business owners like you or like jeremy or uh, Erica, I interviewed Erica, yeah. you know, like, and, and then I interviewed somebody and then I interviewed somebody else and I realized that they didn't get along. Um, and, uh, it's kind of interesting to find these things out, but you know, the thing is, is like, this is a mutual, mutual platform for everybody, like local, like local business owners, people who I've never, you know, there's a lot of these, like, like your business or Jeremy's business, all these businesses that the people I've interviewed. I've never heard of any of these businesses mm-hmm. before I started doing this podcast. It's which is insane. I'm yeah. like, why are we? Why am I not hearing about this? <laughs> I live here in Lansing. You know why? Why do I? Why do I not know about these things? Yeah. Because like, I thought Lansing was w- much smaller than what it was. <laughs> and you're and like, that's like we're like, oh, we don't have anything, and we don't yeah. have this, and we don't have that. And I tell a lot of people like, if you like reach out. And you, like, join this group or you join that group or, you know, you watch that podcast. Like, you'll see, like, we actually have a lot to offer. We have a lot of talent. We have a lot of resources. We just aren't, like, aware of all of it. It's not mainstream. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy that it's Mm -hmm. not. Um, And, like, like the Fledge. Like, you know, why isn't that more known? Yeah. Like, I didn't, I mean, I guess I'm out of the know on a lot of things, but... You know, the Fledge is a, is an amazing thing for y- young aspiring entrepreneurs or people who just need some guidance in life. Yeah. And people, who, I guess, just want to go and hang out. They could probably hang out and watch other people, you know, and the way they um, are handling their business. And they can probably learn things, whether or not they want to be an entrepreneur or not. Um, so, yeah, there's so many different things in our community that can create uh, or that, that rather can help people you know um punks for lunch was another one that i had never heard about yeah you know and don't they kind of like mentor people um i'm not exactly sure like all of what they do i i definitely need to do more research on them um i did like hear about them through the fledge so okay um they were 
at that v- event we were at. Yeah, and yeah. like when I heard of them, I'm like, this is pretty cool. But um, yeah, I that's something like even them like that's a resource that we all need to. I think I've seen them on the news before as well. So okay, I mean, but we have to think about it. Like a lot of people don't use the news. Right. A lot of people right. don't have cell phones. So I mean, who it's kind of ha- hard. Who doesn't have a cell phone? Um, I'm s- I mean, like the younger kids or oh. like the <laughs> some people don't have like Wi-Fi and things oh, okay. like that. So when we think of like the people that actually need those resources, right. like they don't have the resources that they need to know about those. Yeah, resources. they and they don't know how to find them. Yeah, you know, it's not mainstream for them to just be able to like type in on Google like I don't know whatever they need (laughs) yeah so it's like that's why it's it's important for us to have like a place where we could be like okay i need this let me see if i can go over there and like maybe they have like a table with cards or a bulletin board or something where i can like see this flyer because i need clothes or something so and that's why like when i when i do episodes um i'll i share on my social media and then i also share on uh the 517 page because it's our community yeah and i try real hard to like give a description of what that person does and like what their goals are yeah that way like if somebody's scrolling by and they're like, oh, they read it for a second, like, oh, that sounds interesting. I want to know more, and they'll watch that interview. Yeah. And then it, it they learn about these different resources in, in our in our town. I've had many people reach out and be like, D- I didn't know that there was that was available, or I didn't know about that, or I didn't know about this. Right. It's pretty cool. And even if they like do watch it and they're like, oh, I don't need that, they might be able to be like, hey, did you yeah. know that like they're doing this and. That person that they just mentioned it to needs it. So, like, it's always – that's another thing, like, in the 517 group to always make sure, like, you're interacting with other people. Mm -hmm. Um, I see a lot of people are, like – um i sarah's like always posting like make sure you're interacting and you're not just like posting and like that is like so important because i actually like when i found out about the fledge i found out because katie posted in the group and Mm. i like usually i would have sorry i would have scrolled past too (laughs) but like i i stopped and i read that post and um you know like it ended up it taught me a lesson to like make sure you're reading those posts like some of them like even though i can't like be like hey i like gained something from it like i Mm -hmm. can like promote you or i can tell you hey go there that place can offer it at a discounted rate or something so well and you did that you you shared my stuff on facebook and i was like oh that's awesome like i I love it when people are like hey go check him out or go check out rising above and i'm like yes i love that i love getting exposure i love it when people are supportive of the podcast and i and i i love supporting other other Mm -hmm. businesses like yours and um there's so many others that i i think highly of and i want to support yeah um and yeah it's it's real cool that everybody in the community is kind of like helping each other like in that that i can't remember who i was talking to about that but we kind of just touched on it too but like competition like nobody's in like nobody's competing with each other it's like you're not trying to do better than somebody else you're just trying to do what you're doing yeah you should be trying to do better than yourself exactly and then by people seeing you they want to do better Mm -hmm. and then they maybe want your help on something you'll help them or and then or you'll need their help and they'll help you and just it's a it's a really tight-knit community it's kind of cool especially like uh, a lot of the businesses that have come out of the fledge yeah and it's really cool to like see how many businesses have come from the fledge how many do you think um I don't even know, like, just to see, like, the businesses, like, when I first, it was, like, a good, like, five or six, so, like, when I first joined, they were, like, there, and now, like, I'm seeing them, like, they're all over it, and they're doing so great, and now there's, like, this next five or six that's joining, so I feel like it's a, like, reoccurring thing, and, like, although they, like, they grow and they expand, they're always within the Fledge, Mm. and, um, Mm -hmm. I'm not sure, are you in the Fledgings group? I don't think so. It's a um, it's a fledgings group. If you're not in it, I'll invite you to. Okay. It. But cool. it's a super cool group through the fledge, and like, just by looking at those numbers, you can see like how many people are like coming out of the fledge, whether they're businesses or people that like just needed the help from the fledge. Um, and I think that group might have like 500 people in it. Oh, okay. I'm not exactly sure, but like 
it, there is quite a few, and I mean, just to see those numbers, wow. that shows you, like, on social media how many people they've helped, so. Wow. Yeah, I think it's real important to have a place like that. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, having a place like that and then having a book, like, like Behind the Hustle, mm-hmm. you know, like, for instance, if I would have read this when I was in high school, I probably would have thought more about, like, what I wanted. But maybe not because I was in a different position than a lot of people. Like I was kind of I, I moved out when I was 17 and I was forced to into adulthood. Like I just had to just had to make it. Yeah. Just had to get a job and then get a better job and then get a better job. And mm-hmm. eventually I got a good job. And then and then, I, you know, it's then that like whole unhappy like life. Like, I hate my job. <laughs> um, I want a different job. I, I want to do something that actually I ha- has meaning. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that starts to set in. And that happens with a lot of people. Um, and I actually was talking to somebody on the podcast that um, uh, they went to MSU for an engineering degree. And, oh, it was Erin. Uh, um, she owns Abundance Cafe. Okay. Was it her? It might have been her. I don't want to say that for sure now. But I, I think <laughs> it was her. She went to MSU for, uh, I think it was her. And she doesn't use her degree. And... Um, I think she said she liked engineering, but um, the thing is, is a lot of people go to college for these degrees, and they spend lots of money on them, and they don't really know for sure that that's what they want to do. Yeah. And then they get, you know, five years into into their uh, into their career, and they're like, I hate this, but they're stuck because they have the the student debt now. Yep. And they ha- just have to pay. They just have to make it. They just have to pay their bills and and support their family and wh- what have you. And they just kind of get stuck in this lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And so I think something like this is important. And I think something like the Fledge is very important because then it helps people who are aspiring entrepreneurs. Somebody who reads your book coming out of high school might be like, oh, maybe I should go to the Fledge. I have ideas. Yeah. And then they'll be able to, you know, kind of see other aspiring entrepreneurs, other people who are entrepreneurs, and they'll get that community support, you know, and – then they'll be able to learn a lesson or two from your book. Yeah. And just, like, learning from each other. Like like yeah. you said, to see the inspiring entrepreneurs or, um, like, everyone has, like, these super cool stories that you're like, yeah. wait, you did that and you were, like, in that situation? So, yeah. like, that'll be, like, super cool for everyone to see, like, no matter what position you are in at that time, like, you can still figure out a way to be great in the end. So Right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, now, real quick, uh, I think we're creeping up on an hour. Yeah, 55 minutes. That went <laughs> fast. It <laughs> did go fast. <laughs> <laughs> um, I felt like at first it was a little like a little rocky. Like we weren't quite sure where to go with it. Um, yeah. But uh, it always, I, f- I feel like it loosened up a little bit and we were able to have a good conversation. So, um, again, people can find your book on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And they just type in behind the hustle. Yep. And they can order it and it, you ship it out directly. Um Am- it'll ship through Amazon. So, so you can ship it through um uh, if you have Prime, it'll do Prime okay. and all that. So did you um did you sell it to uh like a um what would they call them like a editor uh, or um uh, like a book publisher? Yeah, or a book publisher. Did you did you sell it? Nope. No. I, I did everything myself with like um, my teacher helping me and then the writing coach helping me and everything. So whenever somebody buys this, you get paid directly. Yep. Oh, cool. And cool. if I mean, if you buy it through Amazon, I they take a couple of the proceeds out. Right. Like that, but um, other than that, um, I'll get paid directly, and all the money goes to the program. So. Oh, cool. Um, and then if people want to join your course, can they still do that? Um, the course is not open yet. Okay. So right now, and I'm just teaching through the community center, um, through the homeschool for the homeschool kids, um, and yeah. that's just like giving me like a way to be able to say, okay, this is for sure gonna work. And then for the um, guinea pigs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll test it out on those homeschool folks. <laughs> and then you know, like um, next summer or spring, like I'll actually launch the right program. What's your goals with that? With the program? Yeah, with Behind the Hustle. Um, I, I feel like it's just a goal of, like, 
being able to tell the next generation. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, I want my kids to be like you, um, or I want my kid to do what you're doing, and I don't want that because I feel like we never should say we want to be like this person or we want to be like that person. We should want to be like our own self because we never know the obstacles that that person is enduring that made them the way that they are. So I want, like, each kid that's taking the course to understand, like, I know life might be hard for you right now and it might be easy for you right now, but, like, you can somehow be in the position that you're supposed to be in. You might not, you're not, probably not supposed to be in the position that I'm in. Right. So I want them to be able to read the book and take the course and be like, okay, this is what I want to do. Or, okay, I, I'm going straight forward and I'm going to reach for this goal, even though I know I'm a little scared to reach for it i'm i'm gonna take that chance and things like that so i just want to be able to give kids the courage and um determination that i have so is the course going to be something that you can teach somebody entrepreneurship where you um what is the course exactly um so the course although they will be reading from the book and doing activities and things from the book Mm -hmm. um the way that i would set it up is for example if you applied to the program you'll put what career you think you're interested in and we'll start from there by researching that career and um i'll schedule you a job shadow with that career and things like that Hmm. so that you can see that specific career and teach you some life lessons that we don't learn in school and um different things like that so then at the end of the program you can say well, I went wanting to be a lawyer, but now I think I don't want to do that. I want to be a doctor instead. I just said a career. Um, <laughs> but I, I want to be a doctor instead. So you're like, you you made up your mind. I mean, <laughs> you might change it down the line, but at least right. you were able to say, I know I don't want to do that one anymore because I right. watched someone do it. I heard what someone that's in that position that I want to be in um, tell me, like, hey, this is hard, this is, like, easy, this mm-hmm. is, you know, and I was able to take that advice and say, you know, like, I, I don't think that's for me. Because right. we, like, usually we're the guinea pigs for our own career. We're like, okay, I, I want to do this, and I'm just going to dive into it. And then, like, yep. by the end of it, we're like, I, I hate this. <laughs> so it'll be easier to be able to go through the program, learning it, and, um, you know, that's why I say it's for – um, kids that are like just getting out of high school or going to college or mm-hmm. middle schoolers who could be like, yeah, okay, I think I'm going to change what I want to major or, you know, that might even help you like decide what you want to do for college. So right. what college you want to go to, I mean. So like I think that's a huge problem that we have in our in our schooling system is that we don't put enough emph- emphasis on what kids actually want to do mm-hmm. and you know we, we like glorify all these jobs like police officer or fireman or lawyer or doctor or whatever but those are like fringe jobs like like not many people do those type of jobs yeah. generally most people you know uh depending on the communities um work at like in a factory or they work like a blue collar type job or they work in a fast food place or whatnot we don't actually prepare people for like the real world and and what jobs they might actually like in those particular fields and so i think something like this would be great and i don't understand why uh schools haven't like implemented something like this yeah uh, are you is that is that all at all a goal for you is to try to work with maybe lansing school district and see if this they would implement this in like junior high and middle school or middle school and high school yeah, I mean, of course, being able to get it in the hands of as many kids as possible would be the goal. Um, right now, I'm just trying to, like, go slow with it, um, like I said, to make sure that it's it's right. Um, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. you're like, all right, this book is just for, like, this handful of kids. So I might somewhere down the line have to write a different book that, like, expands who the audience right, is for. Um, just to make sure that each kid is getting as much as they can out of it. Um, I just want to be able to make sure that um, I'm not uh, promoting just entrepreneurship. And like I said, in the book, it's kind of more so I'm speaking of entrepreneurship since that's what I'm educated on. But Mm -hmm. as I go through life, um, I'm sure I was learning more about other careers to where I can 
uh, also write about, you know, any career that uh, a child might want to take. And I could possibly do job shadows and things so that I am educated on those topics. Right. Just so that kids know you don't have to just do entrepreneurship right. and be glorified. Like, it doesn't mean that you failed if you're not an entrepreneur. Right, exactly. And I, I think that uh, one thing that, um, like, particularly I think schools should do is figure out what kids are interested in. Yep. Like, what kind of things do you like to do? Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, yeah, you might say you want to be a police officer, but do you really want to be a police officer? Or do you like to, I don't know, like, do you like to hula hoop? I, I had uh, um, uh, Nat Spins on uh, a few weeks ago, and uh, she makes a living hula hooping. Yeah, and it's see, that's, like, another thing, like, when we're at school, they tell you, like, you're not going to make a living off of drawing. Right. But then we yeah. get out here and we're like. People are doing it. People are like making a living as being an artist or like right. simply drawing the street signs, you know, like random right. stuff that like they don't tell you in school. So, I mean, even if like it was possible to make Behind the Hustle an elective yep. to where kids can understand, I can discover these different careers because like I knew I had an idea on what I wanted to do, but I didn't know what, like, I, I mean, we all have this narrative of what a business owner looks like. <laughs> right. And, and I didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know that that was possible for all of us to be business owners. Right. So being able to do that project and see that it's possible, um, that would be very impactful for kids to know that no matter, you know, we're in little old Lansing, as they say, <laughs> and, and like, we can do these big dreams that we have right absolutely with that let's wrap this up okay (laughs) it's been a pleasure having you on thank you for doing this no problem thank you for inviting me um again go ahead and uh order behind the hustle on um amazon and uh even if you're not interested in it and you're an adult and you have a kid who might be interested in it order it for them how much is it on amazon on Amazon, it is 15 15 Yeah, it's cheap. And it does come just so, like, you could get right into your, like, journaling. It comes with a pen. Oh, sweet. So <laughs> and it matches Hustle on the, on the cover on of the, the book. book. <laughs> that's, that's really cool. All right, well, thank you for being here. I hope uh, everything works out for you. And uh, I look forward to seeing what, what comes of the hotel. I, th- I think that our community needs something, a community center slash, like, fun center, whatever you plan on putting in i'm sure it'll be great um because i just i just think we need more of everything Mm -hmm. regardless of what it is yeah we just need more more support for everything yeah and we need more small businesses we do so we We can grow them and make them big businesses exactly (laughs) exactly if you're watching this start that business so (laughs) all right thank you no problem